Hello there, everyone. Good morning. This is Amy Wenslow. I am super excited to be talking with you today. I am getting getting us ready. I don't think we're going to be able to do the uh, Facebook Live. So we're going to have to stick to the, the phone line and the webcast with a little bit of a technical glitch today. I'm really excited. We've got some people coming in from all around the country. Let me just test our webcast real quick. Perfect, perfect. We've got that working and the recording's going. So everyone, I am going to keep us in lecture mode on the phone line for a bit and then we'll be diving into the content and questions right after it. So grab a pen, grab a paper. Hopefully you got a chance to print out the handouts that we're going to be talking with today because they're actually really good. And to give you an idea of how these processes work. I actually just did it this morning myself for a goal that I've had for the business for about three weeks now that hasn't been happening. And so it's my way of deconstructing what's been going on. So I do think it's super, super valuable. This is the process that we've used to grow multi-million dollar companies. It's pretty core and pretty easy. That's the other reason I love it. So with that, I am going to dive right in today. The whole idea of goal setting and product goals that actually work are that we see a lot of people coming to us that have, you know, I want to sell $2 million of product and, and their product's not finished yet or they want to do it this year and it's um, it's not actionable. You know, there's some great content from David Allen about getting goals done and getting things done. It's the name of the book, actually. It's one of my favorites. So the whole idea of setting a goal is that we have this thing out there that we, that our heart really wants, that we're really excited about, and that it's going to pull us forward into a new place in our lives, right? And the magic of a goal is actually that change and who we get to become in the process. There's You declare the goal, and then you take a whole bunch of actions that may or may not lead up to it, right? We've all had that happen, that maybe it's not quite what you expected or you didn't realize all the steps involved, but you learned a lot. So the part of goal setting that a lot of people don't do is they don't actually capture the learning. And there's a whole lot of research that's showing right now that about 95% of New Year's goals, I think it was 92 or 95%, New Year's goals have already failed by January 15th, right, which was yesterday. All the hoopla about the New Year's resolutions and all of those things generally falls apart in the first 15 days of the year. If you can keep a goal in conversation and in your consciousness and in conversation with yourself and with others for the course of a year, that's mastery, right? It's it's something to really develop as a skill set because it is what causes massive change. So now, the whole purpose of these this last Monday's conversation and this one is how do we keep a goal in conversation? How do we construct goals that actually are fruitful right? And how do we capture the learning from the goals, whether we achieve them or not, so that we can springboard to the next thing? Pretty cool, right? 
So part one was all about debriefing the goals that you've had, whether it was achieved or not achieved, whether it was a big goal, a little goal, you can use the same process. And it's to sit down, consciously write a list of what worked and what didn't work about having the goal. So it's not just about what worked and what didn't work <clears throat> about the actions that you took, but it's also what worked and didn't work about having the goal, period, right? Because um, sometimes you learn things about yourself just by having the goal. Like there was one that I was working with this morning that I went, oh, I got it. I wasn't really committed to that goal. And I didn't really see that until I sat down and I was doing this debrief. So use handout number one if you haven't already. I would really, really suggest you go back, pick a big audacious goal you had from last year, and do this. What worked, what didn't work, okay? About having the goal and about the actions you took on the goal. Be thorough. There's usually the flippant answers come first, and about five to ten minutes in is where the big answers come about what was really true and what you really learned and saw. Um, these are great to do with a team or on your own, depending on what the goal is and how many people were involved. We do this at the end of every year. I do this when I have a goal that I'm um, in the midst of. If I see that, hey, we're off track, we'll pull out these tools and use them. Okay, so. I'm going to assume for this conversation that you've already done the part one debrief piece and that you're ready to move to part two on something. And there's, they go hand in glove. So the first handout was the list of what worked, what didn't work. The second one, hopefully you've downloaded it already, it's a great springboard and it starts with the question, if I could have blank, look all my way, by such and such date, what would be present? Or you could say, what would it look like? Or what would be there, right? So the question, if I could have blank look all my way by blank date, what would be present, right? So on the handout, what you want to do is you want to start in the center circle. And you want to put if blank, whatever the blank is. So I'm going to pick a product business. So if my product sales looked all my way by December 31st, 2017, for example, what would be present? Well, you probably would want to be having things like automated sales sequences, or you might want to be hitting a particular number dollar-wise or units of sales. So you want to actually get quiet and you want to think, well, if it looked all my way, if I could have it all my way, what would be there? Okay? So it's not that it's going to end up looking all your way necessarily, but it's the permission to dream. The sentence is constructed the way it is very intentionally. If I could have blank look all my way, what would it look like? Okay, I like to add the by and a date in there as well, just because I think that the difference 
between a plan that is, say you wanted to get to $2 million this year in sales, right? If you said, if I could have sales look all my way by December 31st, 2017, like that would be one plan. But if you say it by the end of June, you're going to have to take massively different action, right? So it's really important to put a date in there. The plan to get to something in five years is not the plan to get to something in a year. So you start with the center circle. If blank looked all my way by such and such, what would be present? Okay, And then every one of the green circles, the first tier of circles outside the center, is a spot for you to write the answers that come to you. And we'll get to some of how this works. The white circles even further out, that outer ring, is where things are going to come to you that are kind of maybe more nuts and bolts. And that's where you're going to write those in. I am going to do a video today about this, and it's going to become part of a, of a course that we're going to offer. But I wanted to talk this through with you. So with that, I want to make sure, let's see, if we've got somebody who wants to do a little hot seat about this, I'm happy to do it. I'm going to just refresh the Q&A window and the conference window. Awesome. I'm going to do this for a product business, for example. And you can do this by department or or section of a business. You can do it for different areas of your life or different results that you want to have personally. And you can do it for your entire business. Okay. So if XYZ product company looked all my way by December 31st, what would be present? Well, we'd have gotten a certain number of Amazon testimonials or you know, maybe that's one of the green circles. You could write in another green circle that my logistics would be flowing and smooth, right? Another circle might be that I've got great customer service support and they're answering the questions all the time without me. Another one would be, you know, I have a licensing agreement and I'm really happy with the way they're performing. It's really conditions of satisfaction, okay? And then what's going to happen is while you're thinking about this, you're going to come up with some things that are maybe more specific related to that goal. Like what does a great customer service department look like? Well, out of that bubble, you might say um, client inquiries, you know, customer inquiries are answered in a certain number of hours. Or our return rate is less than a certain number. Or all the phone calls that come in are assigned to a team that is responsible for them. So when you do this, this outer layer of circles, you're going to start to actually flesh out some of the gaps that are in your business that you want to have be different it's really important that you actually give yourself the time and space to do this. We do this as a team when it's a team goal. So every year at the end of the year between Christmas and New Year's, we do this, these two exercises, and we use the debrief as a springboard to 
well, what were we less than happy with? Or what's an opportunity for us? Or what's the next expansion piece? And we do it by asking, if I could have it all my way. You know, if we could have business look all our way by such and such date. And we do it pretty broad. And then we take maybe the individual goals that we have and we go, okay, well, if we could have this thing look all our way by this date, how would we be feeling? What would be there? And what would people's experience be? Okay, those are some great inquiry questions. Um, if you are looking at a goal and you're in process on it, this is something I did this morning. If you're in process on a goal and you see that there's resistance that's come up, you know, you're not getting that thing done or something is going on that's just kind of sidetracking you, it's really good to, to pause and ask these questions because a lot of times what will happen is you'll get to see that there's some actions that are missing. And the outer circle of this mind map is actually where magic happens. Your, your brain, if you give it enough time and space, will actually tell you what needs to be shifting. It may not tell you how to shift it, but it'll point you in the direction. Like, um, for example, you know, we had this, this goal for the past three weeks. And when I did the debrief this morning, I went, uh, I just uncovered that the goal felt really forced and that there were areas to it that I wasn't really committed to. And there were other areas where I was doing it too much by myself. And what was working about having the goal was it gave me something to learn from. I could see ways to involve the team now. And it let me feel like I was taking action in the area without actually taking action. So sometimes the what's working about the goal isn't really about it working. It's about your psychology and what's going on. So some areas that you want to have thinking on for a product business come down to, well, is your product ready? You know, is it packaged? Um, is your packaging functioning? Is your instruction sheet functioning? When you're doing this mind map, you know, and you're thinking, if I could have my business look all my way by such and such date, what would be present? And you say, well, I'd really think that my packaging is effective. And I would be getting in front of, you know, these buyers. Or I would be ready to sell my product, right? And that could be that, oh, I have my production handled or I have my engineering handled or the other thing would be maybe you have an investor in, you know, if you could have it all your way. And and it's such an invitation to step in and dream, right? Um, like, well, what would it be? And, you know, it's really kind of funny that Jeff and I use this question to even figure out what we want to do on a weekend or in an evening. I'll ask him, I said, well, if you could have it be all your way tonight, what would you want us to be doing? Or I'll say, you know, if I could have it all my way, we would do this and this. Or if I could have it all my way, we'd stay home and we'd just have a fire in the fireplace. All right, and it's 
it's not a demand. It's a uh, let's dream together and let me give space to myself. And notice I say if. If I could have it all my way, I would do blank. And sometimes that's what we do, and sometimes it's a, a compromise in the middle. But it's a really good question and place to look from. So with that, everybody, I want to open up the phone lines and the webcast. Um, I know it's a little quieter today since we didn't do the Facebook. So um, if you're on the webcast, you want to ask a question, just go ahead, type it in the, the window that's on the page. You see we have some people over there. And if you're on the phone line, you want to ask a question, press star 2 to raise your hand. And I would love to help anyone who wants it to come up with so what is their goal? And let's do an inquiry on this. Let's do a little hot seat. So if you're on the phone line, you can press star 2 to raise your hand. If you're on the webcast, just type it in the window. So let's see. On the webcast, we've got a question coming in. Okay. Um, this is from Tony. Last year, I wanted to... Oh, got it. Last year, I wanted to start selling my product, and the production didn't get finished. So how do I create a goal that's more meaningful about this? Okay. So you wanted to create sales, and you wanted to have your product ready to sell, but it, but the production was messy. Okay. So in the debrief, you could say, Something like, well, what worked about having the goal of having the factory set up? And in the what worked column, you're probably going to see things like, well, I talked to a factory for the first time. The bill of materials for the product got set up. The sourcing agent uh, worked really diligently. The factory has the technical specifications now. You know, if they didn't have the, the patterns or they needed to make tooling or something, maybe they got your tooling made, right? What didn't work is maybe not understanding the process. You could have had language barriers show up. Um, also, what would be in the not worked column would be um, unrealistic expectations. You know, if you thought it would take them a week to get you the product and really it was going to take three months, or um, the other thing that may not have worked is maybe there were warnings you need to consider or testing that you needed to consider um, that you didn't know about. Um, the other thing that could be in the not worked column about the, hey, the product didn't get finished, is um, you might have been distracted. You know, distractions, like maybe you need to uh, have a conversation with your family about interruptions or about the priority this has for you. And and one of the things that may not have worked is you may not be committed to it. I'm not saying that that's the case, but, you know, check in with that. Sometimes when I have a goal that hasn't been achieved, um, when I'm honest, it's because I wasn't committed. I, it was a nice idea kind of goal instead of a that would be amazing, I'm behind it kind of goal. You know, ones that are, oh, it would be a nice idea are not particularly compelling. So once you do that debrief, then you go, okay, if I could have it look all my way, assuming that you still are committed to having your product 
created and start selling it would be, okay, if I could have my product, you know, look all my way by June, what would be present? Well, I would have X amount of inventory, including zero. You could say I'd have the sales pages up. I'd have great sales materials. Um, I'd be in conversation with buyers. Um, I'd have my pricing set. I would be getting positive traction on my website. Um, it could also be that, you know, my product is on its way from the factory. There's a million ways that this could look for you depending on what it is you're committed to. Okay? So I hope that that helps you. You can type a little bit more in the window if you want a little more input. Um, let me go back over to the phone line. And so if you're on the phone lines, you want to press star 2. That will raise your hand on the Q&A box. Let me just refresh that. Uh, let's see, James. Um, when you say you give yourself time and space for these annual goals, what does that look like in terms of days, hours, i.e., how much time is good enough for setting annual goals? James, that is a great question. It depends on the size of the goal and the stage of your business, okay? I don't just do it annually. Like I've shared on this call, I actually sat down and I did this exercise this morning because I was really needing to look at how something was happening inside the business and why we weren't getting traction with it. And it's it's something that you know nobody else would even know about. It's something that we want to create internally. So when you are giving yourself time and space, we give ourselves two days on annual goals. And it's not two solid days. It's usually about four or five hours the first day, which is when we do our debriefs. And then the next day, we've, we've kind of percolated a little bit on it be overnight, just in the background. And usually the next day, within five or six hours, we can get it hashed out. And then what we do next is we take everything that's in one of the outer circles, the white circles, because those tend to get a little more nuts and bolts. Those become our action items. And so we set it up in our project management system that every one of these green bubbles becomes its own mini goal. So we'll have the intention for the year. Like for, for the one we used this year was if we could have the business look all our way by the end of December, what would be present? And then we had almost things that ended up sort of being departmental goals in the green bubbles, and those became projects in our project management system with subtasks and things that were assigned to individual people. That annual project in our project management system has projects under it that we can check in on and take actions on. You want to get your project plans down to things that people can actually do. Like one of the bubbles that we had that was kind of a green, one of the green circles for us was to love our brand, love our brand image. And that came out because there's things like this call where we need to update some graphics. And I don't love what we've been doing. It's it's gotten old for me, and we probably want to rename it, this, this series of things that we do on these Mondays. 
love our brand image involves that. You're going to be seeing some new graphics. There's new photography being done. There's renaming happening. And, you know, that's just that's a series of tasks underneath one of the goals. Hopefully that, that helps you out. And then in terms of, you know, like how do you run the goals and manage the intentions um, over time, I have an accountability group that I'm in, and I do a weekly check-in on the goals. And it's not a big deal. I have a, a dashboard in our computer system, and that dashboard counts the, the things that we want to have happen, you know, like number of leads into the business, sales revenue. It counts client service-related things because that's a, a big goal for us this year. You know, how many subscribers onto these calls, that gets measured there. And so our check-in about those things is literally a weekly basis. And I can pull it up at any time and take a look at it. So that doesn't take us much time because we've got it systemized. If you're newer in business, I really recommend that you write the focus of the year or your goals, you know, and only have maybe three or four that you're really 100% behind. Other things are going to come in under it. Like if it's a sales goal, there's going to be things like hire sales reps or get distributors, or but it's still all driving a sales goal. Does that make sense? Um, you could type a reply in here if, if you need more information. Great. It looks like we've handled the questions for today, and hopefully it's because you guys are all uh, taking notes furiously. I will do a video about this. We will not probably put it up on Facebook Live. It'll, it'll go into this little mini course. That will be ready in the next couple of days if you want the, the official formal video recordings of it. And we'll make that available, and it's going to be very, very reasonably priced. I think we're at like 10 bucks or something. So watch your email for that. It'll be really good. We're going to bundle the handouts together plus um, a list of some other goals. And I just checked in. James, you're welcome. Um, I'm glad that made sense for you. Definitely always, always, always keep your goals in existence. By that I mean put them in front of you. Be checking in on them. And if they're not moving, take the time to do the debrief in the middle of the goal. Okay, don't wait till the end and then check in about it. You want to actually be checking in and, and use these tools to course correct. And they'll, it'll help you evolve the goal and evolve your results related to it. Um, that's the only way that your product goals actually work is when you have the big goal but can also manage your actions towards that goal and do it in incremental steps. Otherwise, your brain doesn't know how to get there. It's really important that your team also understand these. We regularly share the strategic goals of the business with everybody inside the company, um, and they get really excited when we do that because they, they then see the framework of how this is all fitting together and how their functions fit and the difference that they can make. So it's really important because they'll also add parts to it and go, hey, you know, we could do this. And so it's, I really like to involve everybody in the majority of what we're doing when they're internal to our company. So that's another important point. Um, with that, everybody, I think we are done for today. 
I'm so glad that you could join me. We are going to do a call next week, and then we'll be back to our regular every other week. So this was kind of a little fill-in session to complete out this uh, piece about product goals. I think it's really important. It's one that a lot of people don't bother to do, but the strategic planning doesn't have to be a grind. It doesn't have to be pulling teeth. It can actually be really fun. I do these on a gigantic whiteboard, and I'm up and I'm moving around, and if I don't have the handouts handy, I grab a sheet of paper and I just start writing, and I just draw out the same circles. would really encourage you to take this on as well. With that, everybody, have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you next Monday. Bye.